Hi everyone, and welcome to the 43rd episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Lauren. Hey guys! Churro! Hi. And Daryl. Hey everyone. <laughs> we Chiro, have a you pro- sound so enthusiastic. <laughs> he is dead at the moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm worn out. Uh, Comic-Con has just killed me right now. Churro, tell us, what does your clock read right now? 6.46 a.m. All right, that's the podcast time. That is. You are a trooper. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I, 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 I can't put words in sentences anymore. <laughs> That's okay. okay. We'll do the talking for you. Perfect for a podcast. Glad to hear yep. it. <laughs> yep. Don't worry. This is a video game podcast. You you just need bleeps and bloops, you know? Bleeps. All right. That's that sounds good to me because it's it's been a hectic week. You know, final Actually, day of we'll Comic-Con just mask it right and say this. that say that Churro's pissed. He's just completely pissed right now. Yeah, he's just very, yeah. very angry. Very angry Actually, man. Actually, I am kind of pissed at what, what went on at Comic-Con. Why are you saying my story. mother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by pissed we mean we mean intoxicated, not angry. Oh, he can be both. Oh, pissed, yeah, pissed drunk. <laughs> nah, I imagine sure is a happy drunk. I am a happy drunk. Happy drunk. See, I'm like I'm like your best friend. Not that we can do drinking alcohol in any way whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Don't of course drink. Not. Don't drink and drive. Alrighty, so for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is a part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We run on a four-week rotation with a new show every other Tuesday with Final Fantasy Union and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com and Churro. KH2.co.uk Yes, one of those dots out there in <laughs> cyberspace. Yeah. There's, there's like, I, I know there's like two or three dots somewhere in there. Mm, two or three, <laughs> give or take. You know, if you, you, if you well. just start typing dots in the URL, it'll probably get you there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's what we call it dot UK, uh, dot 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 UK. Yeah. It's so, a pause. Alrighty, so we have a three-segment show today. We start off with a new segment. We have then our burning question segment, which you answer our uh, heated question of whether or not Kingdom Hearts 3 would be cool as a next-gen game. And finally, our question segment. And moving on to announcements, as always, stickers will be given out to those who have their questions answered in the question segment. And the second announcement. Okay, so um, our announcement for the past couple shows has been that burning questions will now be answered in the episode release thread on Gaming Union, which is still true, so... Um, when we do ask our new burning question today, uh, be sure to answer it in the episode release thread. However, um, that's the only thing you're supposed to, um, uh, answer or ask in in there. Uh, as far as like, um, I mean, you can ask whatever you want, but if you want a proper question for the question segment, uh, be sure to still ask it in the Kingdom Hearts Union questions thread, uh, and not in the release thread. Uh, just so we have, um... You know, some consolidation. I heard from Daryl. We even had, we even had a question in the Final Fantasy Union thread. So, which <laughs> <laughs> is sharing the love. You know? Just sharing the love. Yeah, I love you. Just, it, yeah, just rebellious from a guys. From perspective, it just makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. You have to search around. About rebellious guys. One of these days, I'm gonna find a question for Kingdom Hearts Union scrawled on the Empire State Building, and the only way I'll find it is on the news. <laughs> <laughs> When do you think Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out? Written in like, We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But good good effort. Good effort. And no, we do not cr- condone graffiti. I don't want to find K- Kingdom Hearts Union questions in the news after some horrible break in. That would get though. <laughs> you guys just gave me a great idea. Oh, no, Chero. <laughs> uh, Any ideas you have right now are bad ideas. Are they? <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, here's my number, so call me maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Oh boy, that's not good. Okay, so before we degenerate any further, let's move on to our first segment, the news segment. News! Yay! Alright, so hot off the presses of like two weeks ago. Square Enix held a fan poll to select the top Kingdom Hearts tracks, as in sound tracks, for a compilation album called Kingdom Hearts 10th Anniversary Fan Selection Melodies and Memories. Just rolls right off AKA, the top. AKA, let's try and make some money off of nostalgia. Yeah, it's like Ex- greatest hits albums. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but it was interesting that they wanted to hear our opinions about. Does that mean they're actually going to listen though? 
Well, yeah, but let's true. make them think they're taking part, but really. <laughs> 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 well, I, I I think if you look at the list, it's pretty indicative that they did here. So let, let's let's um go through the list of the top ten. So at number these one, in voting order. Oh, you know what? Let me do it in reverse order, so it's more exciting. Are, are these actually the order they this, like, in po- popularity? Yes. yes. Is just this is the go? order in popularity, uh, as far as I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just go with that. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, it is because I remember on the website there was like these little. I mean, it's all in Japanese, mind you. So, and and they're all like pictures, so I couldn't Google translate it. So, as far as I could figure, there was like these crowns next to them, and one was gold, and one was silver, and one was bronze, and then after that they didn't get crowns. So, I'm assuming oh. this is in order of popularity. So okay. In order of popularity, the top ten Kingdom Hearts countdown on News Radio six ten. The number t- <laughs> I don't know where I pulled that out of. That was actually a very good radio voice. I'm trying. I'm trying. Until the end. Until the end. Okay. So top ten. Number ten. The thirteenth struggle from Kingdom Ooh. Hearts two. So it's a yeah, buddy. Awesome one. And it's the Kingdom Hearts two version, not the horrible MIDI Chain of Memories version. All right, number number nine, Fate of the Unknown, Woo! which is yeah. the uh, that's my favorite music, that's my favorite right music from the uh, secret ending from Kingdom Hearts Two Final Mix, mm-hmm. which is called Birth by Sleep. It is pretty cool. Number eight, Passion Orchestrated. Woo. You know what? Little tidbit: When I first heard this song, I actually thought that like something literally bad was going to happen at this point like someone was gonna die because it's just so sad isn't it like yeah. it's just really really well, sad at certain parts it, yeah it starts out very slow and very sad and then I, I don't know i just every time i hear this song i remember the uh the menu trailer and then then suddenly uh, yeah. the scene with all the uh organization members they all raise their hands and then it's like then it gets to the epic part <laughs> yeah yeah Something like that. All right, number seven. My radio voice is constantly changing. (laughs) (laughs) Dearly Beloved from Kingdom Hearts 1. So it's not even like... Yeah, that's controversial. I'm I'm very proud of you, Kingdom Hearts fans. Thank you for picking the right one. Although I do find it funny. It's like, even though this song has been in every Kingdom Hearts, Mm -hmm. it's just like... People still love it. Yeah, people still absolutely just adore it. Yeah, it's just a simple. Despite the fact it's had loads of different versions, people like the original, and I'm pretty surprised it's down so low, though. True, true. It is. It is pretty low, but at least it's on the list. Dearly beloved makes the cut. If it wasn't on the list, there would be drama. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- that would be, you know, some serious drama because out of all, pretty much every Kingdom Hearts game has at least one version of Dearly Beloved. So exactly. there's a lot of options for Dearly Beloved to make it on the list. So for it not to make it on the list would have been pretty bad. It could have been, though, that they, if they if they allowed every single version, <laughs> the votes could have been pulled across <laughs> all of them. De- yeah. dearly belo- The Dearly Beloved track. The Dearly Beloved <laughs> Melodies and Memories. Nothing but Dearly Beloved. All oh, dearly beloved, all the time. Shoot me, please. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty bad. All right, number six, Ventus from Birth by Sleep. What? Aww. Yeah. What? Uh, Ventus is okay. I'm not. I don't have Better the same dearly level beloved? of nostalgia. Uh, yeah, not more than dearly beloved. I do not agree with that. I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't understand why. I mean, it's a good track, but yeah. it shouldn't be yeah. number six. Yeah. Well, the good news is I completely agree with uh, the next five, so it's gonna it's gonna get better. <laughs> gonna get better. It doesn't matter if anybody else agrees with it. Yeah, just yeah. As long as, Brandon as, long as I agree, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right, number five, the other promise from Kingdom Hearts Two Final Mix. I love that track that is so an much. Excellent song, one of my Bring, favorites. It brings tears to my eyes. I think eyes. it's really interesting that uh, the they've got tracks in here that aren't, aren't so mainstream. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they're pretty, pretty good picks. The fans know what they like, and they pick it. Number four, Vector to the Heavens. So the epic final battle from three five eight over two days, which is technically Shion's theme. That is really surprising, though, because like I thought that not many people liked three five eight over two days. Ah, but the music, the music is so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, three it's five eight so over two. Funny. Three five eight that over two days is a hidden gem. 
I mean, hearing hearing the uh, the video game version was good. Then somebody made their own like yeah epic. You know, recreation of it, which was even awesome. Mm-hmm. And then Shimura actually released the album, and then they got even better. Yeah, definitely. So it just kept like, getting better. Oh, by the way, it's in the game, but this is how it was supposed to sound. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> Well, that's um, just a, a quick, quick side note. Um, something that I really like um, about Kingdom Hearts 3D, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more later, is that they're actually using um, not necessarily live instruments, but they're using... Better samples. Yeah, better samples. And they're actually recorded music, <sighs> not horrible midis. Whoa, this is... It's, I've been waiting for yeah, this day. Yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, Shimomura just has, like... She's always had this level of talent, but... She's had to deal with horrible synthesizers in each yeah. of the games. I don't understand why, though. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, part of the point of the PS2 being a DVD was that it would be more space than a CD. So, oh, you know, we can have recorded music now. But then they <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I Yeah. I just, I, when Brian and I did the GMFM for Kingdom Hearts, it was just, just we have no answers as to why. Yeah. They chose such terrible sound. Yeah, it's like even Kingdom Hearts Two. My uh, the one that always bugs me is he's a pirate. Yeah, that one is absolutely mm. horrific. Horrific. It's like how how can you make it worse yeah. than the original? You don't yeah, even you don't true. even need to do live music anymore because the sound libraries out there for like orchestra are so good now. Even if they just use those, yeah. I, I would. Why be don't they totally just use fired. the original? True. True. Oh yeah. Uh, well, that would require licensing. <laughs> but anyway. Number three. I'm going to butcher this. Musique pour la tristesse de Chion. <laughs> yeah, and what's really crazy is three and four are the same song, just different arrangements. <laughs> so so we could have had an album of Duty Beloveds. Yeah, well, we could have. Yeah. We could have. But that, that is pretty interesting. So, you know, for people that count, you know, 358 over two days out, she owns in here twice. So Actually, Sheon has become a very popular character. Yeah, I mean, she's very people good. People love their sexy emo organization members. Yeah. I to- I, I'm a I'm a fan, so. <laughs> I mean, I I like the shack that's just so sad. And I mean, that's why this, yeah. the title is called Music for the Sadness of Xion. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a strong track. And just FYI, uh, this is another one of the many Kingdom Hearts songs that uses the same chord progression as Dearly Beloved. So technically, you're still picking Dearly Beloved. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the answers in the end in Kingdom Hearts, they're all Dearly Beloved. doesn't matter what you pick. Da, da, da. <laughs> Hans Zimmer, watch out! Oh boy, no! Th- don't bring <laughs> Hans don't Zimmer. Bring Hans sorry, Zimmer into he's dearly beloved in the Batman movie. Oh, <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm Batman. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Alrighty, number two, Hikari orchestrated. I really love this track, so yeah. I'm happy to see that that made it on there. Yeah, another one of those songs, especially number hear. two. Yeah. Yeah. Number two. two. There's something about you yeah. and number two, Churro. Ever since the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that goes out to you, uh, Waldo. Yeah. That goes out to you. Anyway. Yeah. And. Thanks so much. Drum roll. <laughs> number one goes to Roxas from Kingdom Hearts 2. Because Roxas rocks. Is that, is that a controversial pick, you think? You know, that it's, it's similar to the other promise. So. Yeah, and there's another thing. There's two. Okay, so there's two songs that are basically the Shion theme, and then there's two songs that are basically the Roxas theme. Just one is extended. So yeah, wow, that goes to show you. Although I was really sad, like when that played in Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah. I was really sad about his. I just, s- everything yeah. about his story is just so sad. Very sad. I I I know a lot of people like you know the Roxas opening of Kingdom Hearts two. That whole section is like it's hit or miss. But I remember when I first played it, and I was playing it in in Japanese because I couldn't wait for the English version, and I couldn't un- <laughs> I couldn't understand what was going on. But when that part came up, and I just he was like Sora when he's looking at Sora in the pod, uh, it was just it was so sad. It's like. First into man tears. Over. Yeah. Well, I, at the time, I didn't know what it was, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cheesy." <laughs> but in Japanese, when I totally didn't know what was going on, it was like, "Oh, this is such a moving scene." And then, then the Kingdom Hearts Two logo comes up, and I was like, "Oh, yes, perfect, yeah. perfect, it's like, yay!" 
about time. Yeah, they hit the Let's all play the, the rest of this. All the right s- cinematic notes. Which Even like my, though my we just played ready. like two hours of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've only just gotten to the opening thing. Yeah, oh, just got to the logo. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. whoa, this this just got me to the logo. What am I in for now? Mm-hmm. And then it was all downhill. No, no, Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts 2 is good. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2 is good. <laughs> I'm just trolling. You know, it's, it's early for me, too. Okay, number two. Oh, wait, no. This is this. We already finished. Okay. Yeah, we already finished. <laughs> this is early. This is early. I was she just, just wants massive, to do it all over again. I just wanted to count some more. I, I was just going to go on a massive time. You should have trolled and be like, number one, <laughs> Kyrie's theme. Yeah, uh, sure. Actually, yeah, I would have preferred Kyrie's theme on there. No. <laughs> don't ever say that. I love, oh. I love Kyrie's theme. No. Yeah. Kyrie's theme is so Number one, <laughs> one winged angel. Number zero. The real number one. He is a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally start banging my head on the table. <laughs> and then I would be like, damn it, why'd you do that? <laughs> it, would, it would be the Little Mermaid theme. Oh, God. No. Oh, man. Swim this way, we'll dance. Oh, no. Not that song. Well, anyways, number two, as in the second news bit, totally separate from. That's that's what I meant. That was my number number two again. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I, I saw a number and I felt it needed proper justice. (laughs) I just saw a number, dude. (laughs) I just saw a number. Saw the number. It had to be number two. Number two. Yeah, yeah. You and your. Oh goodness. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) the second news thingy is in regards to stuff that happened at Comic-Con, which Churro has witnessed, uh, because that's where he is. Um, basically, right Square is going to be releasing new Play Arts Kai figurines, which are Kingdom Hearts 3D or, um, yeah, figures. Yeah, yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3D. So they have yeah. some pretty cool ones. They have um, Riku and Sora in their Tron get-ups. They're not painted yet, but they look amazing. Like They just jumped out of the, jumped out of the game. And into your hearts. Mm. I mean, the, the Play as Kai figures are always awesome. And yeah. it doesn't have to be for Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. It should be for, like, Munich Solid or Halo or mm. yeah. uh, Uncharted. They're, they Play as Kai always does a fantastic job with their models. It's really... I just wish they weren't so damn expensive. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the Play Arts Kai ones are the cheaper ones. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. true. But they're still like it's really, when they first come out, you're just like, oh my god. It's interesting how that Done. how that works is like they they sort of inadvertently got into the action figure business a while ago, making the play arts Final Fantasy figures, and then now suddenly mm-hmm. they've be, from doing that they have suddenly become the best action figure yeah. makers for video games. I mean, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, how you can become yeah, I the going leader to, of the like, industry. E three last year or the year before, and just, you know, at that booth they've got these figures, and you're like, wait a minute. Since when did Square Enix do Master Chief? Yeah, 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 it's, it's true. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Alrighty. So, but that wasn't the only set of figurines that came out mm-hmm. on the totally opposite side of the spectrum, going from a cr- incredibly excellent and accurate to utterly horrifying. We have the Kingdom Hearts resin figures, which are these horrifying-looking, mold-injected, scary monsters that are supposed to look like Mickey, Donald, Goofy, and Sora, but they're just horribly modeled and very creepy-looking. Churro, you bought them. What do, what do they look like? <laughs> they look like little statues of the characters. What else can I describe it after he just said <laughs> Yes, but don't they give you nightmares? They're horrifying. I, yeah. uh, I keep them in the box where they belong. <laughs> See? They're not allowed out of the why, box. Why did you buy these exactly? Because I'm a Kingdom Hearts fanboy. Is that a good enough answer? I guess. I no, guess. that's not a good enough answer. Goodness. No. They are a, tr- a true fanboy would reject them yeah. and send letters of complaint to the company well, that manufactured well, them. Well, at least I know I can send them to Brandon. Oh god, no! They're gonna it's give true. me. They're gonna be like I don't know if anybody's watched the Brady Bunch. It's gonna be like the Tiki Idol that is the <laughs> cursed Tiki Idol of the Brady Bunch. Oh, okay, so so you could have done a competition and given away, but normal would have entered. Yeah. The yeah. Mickey one just looks like he'd come up to you in an alley and be like, yeah. do you want to buy some of this? Or do you want to buy some of that? Yeah, do. I mean, just... What are you buying? <laughs> what are you buying? Oh, exactly. Resident Evil. What are you selling? What are you buying? <laughs> what are you selling? What are you buying? <laughs> Disney charms? Or croc little things? <laughs> Any new flash of cash? He goes, not enough cash, mate. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. 
Well, I mean, just Mickey in general, doing Mickey in three-dimensional form has always been kind of dodgy, but this is like, this is the epitome of dodginess. Like, this is just Although, wrong. Although the Play Arts one's actually pretty good. Yes, the Play Arts ones are good. They they are, okay, so that's the difference is, you know, the Play Arts people, the people that work there, they're artists. These other guys, I don't know what they are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know you what have to remember, do. Play Arts are officially licensed. Yeah, they're officially Spanish licensed. products. These uh, these resin so figures. So you get what you pay for if you True. buy Play Arts Kai. Yeah. The Sora figurine, his face kind of looks like Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> That's they not a compliment. His, yeah, they not made a compliment. His face so freaking small. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. I just remember looking <laughs> at it and seeing a lot of flashing on the plastic bits. So I was like, okay, no, this is not good. I don't know. It just seems like they they just happen to maybe own a 3D printer. So they're like. Oh, well, we own a 3D printer. We could do action figures. That'd be a yeah. great idea. So Let's do it. I think that's how it came to be. I think we should just move on. Yes, okay. Yeah. The next. Let's move In on. Your In your dreams. Yes. I just thought that you were like, hey, Chura, you bought them. <laughs> I was like, you're a yeah, putz. Wait, yeah, wait, 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 put me on the spot, Brandon. I have to put you on the spot. How are you dealing with it? <laughs> how are you coping? How's, how's the therapy of the horrifying experience with the resin figures? Yeah. I still wish I could take the back blood off the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number number three, uh, the, the best bit of news that happened, if you if you don't already know. the uh, Surely Har- the last one was the best news. Come on. Uh, I don't know. Chiro bought some Duff action figures. That is, that is <laughs> premium news. Yeah. Oh my god. What they were waiting for. Anyways. They were waiting at bated breath to know what Kingdom Hearts or what Churro bought. Goodness. Hey, <laughs> okay. Anyway, Kingdom Hearts 3D demo released on the Nintendo eShop. Woo! Yay! Woo. So go down. They came around the same time as Theatre them, right? Yes. Yes, it did. So did you guys play it? See it? Anything? I, it? I have it. I, um, I I played it. I cried. I cried some more, and then I played it again. Where? Uh, were we able to get it, Daryl? Yeah, think. it's in. I think it was Europe. No, theatrical yeah. Yeah, was Europe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, so you we guys, you guys should have it, it too. Oh, we've well. just been too busy playing theatrical them for the last few weeks, <laughs> nonstop. Oh my gosh, that game! That game is it good? That game. Not that we should be saying that on the Kingdom Hearts podcast. Yeah, yeah. But. It's not. It's not that it's good. It's that. Well, it is. It is okay <laughs> for what it is. It is okay. But it's so addicting, it's just insane. It's like, not Darryl that it's good, I it's just, just exploitative. That's all. Every, yeah. <laughs> every night, it's, it's seriously, for the past however many weeks we've had it, Wow. every night it's been us trying to beat these freaking dark notes, <laughs> and that's it. We just want to get the shards to unlock characters. Yeah. I know. Well, exactly. anyways, anyway, speaking of Kingdom Hearts 3D, sorry, so... with a hijack. At least Chiro and I, we, we played it, and it was it was a pretty interesting demo. It didn't showcase any gameplay that, I guess, appears in the game. It was pretty interesting. It was like a, I don't know, like a, a showcase of all the features in Kingdom Hearts 3D, and you got to play around a little section of Traverse Town, and yeah, I would it's say... A, it's, a, it's a tutorial. Yeah, it's like a tutorial, which is perfect. Limp- it doesn't spoil anything. I, I really liked yeah. it. It was good. And Although I was fine with those demos, like even if they did spoil anything, you wouldn't know anyway. True, true. But once once the proper thematic elements are set up when I'm playing the game, then I'll be like, oh, that scene that I saw in that demo meant this. Oh my god, I'm totally spoiled. I know the ending. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just refuse to play the rest. I just refuse to play. Yep, I got my money's worth. But yeah, it was a great game. And actually, speaking towards um, production value, I think that's. Uh, that's probably what I noticed the most is that Kingdom Hearts 3D is extremely cinematic in production uh, as far as like the atmosphere that is set because of Shimamura's music and because she's using a great sample library for her music and it's all recorded music. It's all so amazing and cinematic. <laughs> I mean, it's just Traverse Town. Once you hear it, it's just, it'll take your breath away. It's so good. But yeah, so Just it's make on sure the... you do keep breathing. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Breathe, breathe afterwards. <laughs> breathe afterwards. <laughs> oh, bless Chiro. Yeah, <laughs> I just had, I had to. Like... <laughs> I know it's so good. He's yeah. just doing perfect cameos during this episode. Definitely. So yeah, Nintendo eShop, go play Kingdom Hearts 3D demo. It is, it's good. Uh, oh, I tried the 3D, and the 3D is good. And let me let me give you a hot tip for all you uh, Kingdom Heartsers out there playing. Pro tip, pro tip, pro tip from the bros. So, so what you gotta do? Turn it, 
turn up the 3D all the way, right? Right? And then hold down the left trigger and the right trigger. And then you then if you move the thumb analog nub thing, you can move the camera around. And then what I want you to do is center the camera so the key the tip of the keyblade is looking at you and it's going to blow your mind how far out of your screen the keyblade pops out. It's it's pretty <laughs> I don't know. Those those the most fun I had with the demo was <laughs> seeing how how it could make it look like it was popping out of the screen cuz you don't really get that out of, you know, ca- uh, you know, the 3DS, yeah. but I mean it's technically capable of doing that popping effect. It's just nobody really takes advantage of it and it's really hard to find that sweet spot. So, mm. try it, you'll be blown away, you know. All right, I- I've I've had my tirade. All right, burning question. Is <laughs> <laughs> this podcast? So, yes, everybody. Podcast. All right. So, for this week or this show's burning question, we asked you, if Kingdom Hearts 3D uh, does make it to the next gen, what does the next gen have to offer for Kingdom Hearts 3? We were sort of saying this in reference to uh, the Agnes Philosophy Tech demo that was released from um, from E3. So uh, the first response comes from Never Fall for Fun, and Never Fall for Fun says... I can't really see them changing it up too much. I suppose that it would be interesting to see they if they incorporate PlayStation Move technology, and I think it would be super cool to swing around a controller like it was a real Keyblade, but I also think it would be a little weird, almost like they were trying too hard to change it up. I couldn't agree more. I think the name's quite ironic here as well. <laughs> Never fall for fun. Uh, <laughs> True. PlayStation Move is just uh, motion technology is okay, but it just doesn't really work properly. And I don't. I think it's okay for the type of games that they've made it with, like you know, sorcery and yeah. Kingdom Hearts, Star Wars, or whatever. But Kingdom Hearts is a higher budget game. If you're playing that game and it doesn't work properly, you're just yeah. so angry. True. True. Yeah, I think too often they just make it as an afterthought. They're just yeah. like you know. Yeah. Well, even with like sorcery. Sorcerer is a game that was specifically made for the PlayStation Move. You know, that was yeah. been touted for like the last two years or whatever, and that doesn't even work properly. Well, what what um, if they did it like um, like basically how Twilight Princess or Skyward Sword is for Legend of Zelda? I mean, where it's just kind of yeah, hard, like it's just kind of faked. Up. Yeah, it's half halfway. You sort of do you know some can gestures and you do some keyblade swings. I mean, it it still sort of controls like a proper. 3D game, like I, f- I feel like those games are as good as you're going to get with a hack and slash. So I guess I, I don't know. But if they did it that way, then it would seem like it's just a cop off of you know Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I'd, I, I think it's. I, I'm not entirely sure how things are going to go because like, obviously the Wii U. Yeah. If it's going to, well, it's, obviously it depends what platform. The Wii U is really complicated, but they they still yeah. have the Wiimote and the Nunchuck, so but it's still possible. You can't use that at the same time as the Wii U controller. No. So I, you know, I don't know how unless you, unless they're expecting you to juggle, you know, you're just constantly juggling all the controllers at once. <laughs> <laughs> I need all of threes at all of these three at once to play Kingdom Hearts three. That's part of I, the I, new, I numerology. I think it might be nice to have that kind of thing in there for younger generations to kind of yeah. entrance into it. I think True. it might be quite fun for you know, like maybe people under the age of ten or mm-hmm. something like that because they're not really that fussed at that age about whether something's working yeah, properly. Yeah. For I think the older fans would just be like, "What is this?" Yeah, yeah that's why they never fall for fun, you know. Yeah, never fall for fun. Alrighty, so Daryl, you want to go with this next one? Okay, right. So the next one is from Sumi Sarami, uh, and they ask if the new game engine is for the next gen. The next gen will give Kingdom Hearts three some sense of reality. If it's for the PlayStation three and the new uh, and the new game engine will be used, the next gen can possibly strike a balance between Kingdom Hearts Origins. And its future in terms of the series' aesthetic aspects. I'm guessing you mean more like um, the game will be more realistic looking. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what she's going for. Um, I don't think. I I I really don't think that that will be the case because I mean, if you're thinking about it, if if the characters were more realistic, it just wouldn't match up with the Disney. It, it wouldn't match up with this. So, yeah. Although I do think that they're going in the right direction with like how Birth by Sleep looked mm-hmm. um, in the like cinematic sequences, yeah. like uh, the battle uh, between them and um, oh my gosh, Master Xehanort. Yeah. Right? Um, like that sort of way. I I think that it would be really cool if they made the actual gameplay more like that. Yeah. 
um, more like that style because I really like how Goofy and Donald and Mickey look in that style. But um, other than that, I just, I don't think that, I don't, in my personal opinion, I don't think that realism is going to help them at all. Yes. But they can update the graphics with the next-gen system probably. Absolutely. Like just... I think if they were going to change the graphics like that, it would have to be kind of departure. I mean, like, if you think about the comic book world, um, when they've changed things, you know, like, because obviously Spider-Man was quite cartoony, and when they made, like, the realistic, super gritty Spider-Man, it was a completely separate thing. Yeah. Mm. I think... I mean, I don't... Go ahead. I I just think they'd they'd have to do that, because otherwise people would just be like, what the hell? I mean, like, imagine Sora with being super realistic, you know... uh, with whatever graphics they've got um, and then having massive feet it's just going to look really strange yeah yeah well so so this is sort of a you know one of the biggest themes that I saw in a lot of the responses was people being afraid of you know the CGI looking and having it be somewhat realistic but I think I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that Square could handle it and do it in an appropriate way obviously if you look at Mm -hmm. um you know the ending of Kingdom Hearts, uh, the Kingdom Hearts two, which had Sora, Donald, and Goofy in it. They 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 looked all right. And Birth by Sleep had, um, I think Birth by yeah, Birth, well Birth by Sleep had um, some. Um, no, it's just the Birth by Sleep characters in that one. But Kingdom Hearts three D, when you see it, they, they do have um, Sora, Donald, and Goofy and Mickey in there, and they they look all right. And it's not impossible to do CGI and have it look cartoony. I mean, CGI was birthed from Toy Story, which was a cartoon. So, I mean, it can be done in a way that's appropriate as long as you have soft lighting. I mean, Pixar does it perfectly. Um, Another great example of a game that has a cartoony art style, but it's very, uh, I don't know, it's more next-gen looking, would be Street Fighter Four. It's an excellent art style. It's not quite cell shading because cell shading is a technology. What Street Fighter Four does is they just have really pretty painted textures. Um, Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely possible to do. Um, another, well, I'll bring this up later because it ties into our into our uh, next burning question. Well, uh, uh, another one is what we just mentioned, Zelda. Yeah, I mean, Zelda isn't a realistic looking game. Yeah, true. Skyward Sword okay. looks excellent. This next one is from Hunter Sash Thirteen. He says, uh, "Really, when I think about Kingdom Hearts Three being on the next gen console, I really think that it would be a bad move." If I'm trying to sell a game that many fans have been waiting for, I would rather put it on a console that is more popular on today's um, by today's standards, like uh, PlayStation 3, or maybe even the Wii U. Who knows? The Xbox 360, though, I don't see Kingdom Hearts 3 coming to that console. Graphically, it would be nice to have Kingdom Hearts 3 on the PS4, but it would give KH fans another reason to buy another platform, and Kingdom Hearts on the PS3 sounds better, in my opinion. And I totally agree because, you know, you just got to work with what you got. I mean, they spent so many years trying to develop an engine for Versus, which they were going to use for Kingdom Hearts 3, and it would just be a lot of fail if they have to redo another engine on the PS4. So I would say just work with what you got, you know, and keep it on the current gen media. I mean, just because a new console's out doesn't mean you have to, you know, make a game for it right away. You know what they say. Yeah. Shake what your mama gave you. (laughs) <laughs> I think the other thing, too, is that it would just be strange because it's like they skipped a whole console. True. Because they had one on they had on the PlayStation 2. They had two on the PlayStation yep. 3. Yeah, 3. Because re, um, free chain of memories. But, like, they would skip an entire generation. So it just doesn't seem right if they would just go right on to the PlayStation 4. True. Um, so, but Something yeah. that uh, he brings up that's... Uh, interesting is the fact that he would rather put it on a console that's still popular uh, by today's standards, PS3 or possibly even Wii U. But if you think about it, Kingdom Hearts 3 is not in development right now. When it starts in... That we know of. Yeah, that we know of. When it is in development, it's going to take forever. So by the time it is ready to come out, who knows? I mean, the PS4 could be the popular console at the moment. I don't know. I mean, I think that... um if they are going to develop it, it'll probably it would probably release. It'll probably take them about two years to make it, and with the current cycles, the way they're going, I don't think we're going to see the next iterations. Really, I mean, obviously the Wii U's coming out, yeah. but no, it seems as though Microsoft and Sony are kind of stalling as long as they can. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe 2014 if we're lucky. 
Yeah, probably 20, maybe 2015. I don't know. Yeah, I say 2015. I, I'm going to go for 2014 for next consoles. Just but still, I mean, if Kingdom Hearts 3 came out in 2014... That'd be good. Uh, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, just imagine, saying if, that, if, <laughs> just imagine yeah. if this engine that they're using, that they said they were using for Versus is going to be compatible with the PS4, or would they be able to use the Luminous engine for the PS4? I mean, would they have to... Would they be still be able to use that same engine for that new console? Were they? Well, yeah, because Agni's philosophy was made using that, I believe. Yeah, and that was the only thing is the, um, the only thing is with Versus only. I don't know. It's kind of weird. They have like a cobbled together engine. Half of it, which is like the gameplay side of it, is the original Versus engine, and then for the lighting system, they're using Luminous. So they're. And I guess they're importing uh, the lighting stuff from Luminous. So the lighting stuff would stay. Um, I don't know what other... I mean, memory management is going to be different because that's PS3 memory management. There's a lot of other assets that would have to be rewritten. Or just mm-hmm. pick... Hopefully they were written in the real proper Luminous engine so they would just use that... I don't know. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully if they needed to do it, all the tools are there for them and they don't have to write them from scratch. All right. Sure. Okay. This next one is from my favorite, Waldo Lang. I don't think the next gen consoles have much to offer except more detailed graphics and maybe the ability to pack more content into one game. If they really want, if they if they want to really make Hades three amazing, they should release it on the Vectrix. So I I thought this was really interesting because lately I've been I've been watching a lot of um, videos on YouTube of like obscure retro consoles, so I actually know what a Vectrix is. And it's like this weird, like, box that's like it, it's it's a console that has its own TV screen basically, and the TV um, the orientation is vertical as opposed to horizontal, and it's a vector graphics mm-hmm. screen. So it, it's like a special cathode ray tube that'll shoot laser lines onto the screen, so you can uh, project uh, lines basically. So if you ever played a game like Tempest. You know, something mm-hmm. like that. Or if you've ever played that 3D tank game uh, from the 80s, you know, you, you have sort of an idea. Or the Star Wars game, the Star Wars arcade game, which is the Assault on the Death Star. Those are all, like, vector graphics games. It is impossible mm-hmm. to show solid shapes in vector graphics. <laughs> so I don't know if that would be a great idea. It'd be really obscure. I mean, more power to square. <laughs> like, okay, that's pretty interesting. But I don't know. I'm feeling more, you know... N64 DD, you know, disk drive, or one of the more obscure ones like the Apple Pippin, you know. <laughs> Best console ever. Best console ever. You know, Apple Pippin was actually uh, made by Bandai. It, it just ha- the reason yeah. it was called Apple Pippin was because it had um, Mac OS 7 on it. I didn't know that. So it's one of the, it's from the era where everything that Apple did was wrong. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So while while Steve Jobs was away, the cats were playing, and you know it was not good, not good. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so the burning question for next show is: Which CGI Disney movie do you most want to see in the Kingdom Hearts series, and why? And the reason I asked this one, it, it's sort of like a follow up to um, the Next Gen, because in my opinion. I think the next gen is a perfect opportunity to start throwing in these CGI movies that we never got worlds for because they would look exactly like they did in the theaters. So if you guys yep. have any idea of what CGI movies, <coughs> Toy Story, um, that you would want to put, <laughs> that you would want in a Disney game um, or in a Kingdom Hearts game, uh, just and let us know. Some of the Square Enix staff would like to see it because yeah. the co-director of Case 3D personally said he would like to see one of those. Yeah. movies in Toy Story next <coughs> game yeah so mm-hmm. just th- think that over you know pick it pick a uh, pick some good ones and let us know what and why alrighty so we're gonna move on into our question segment and as before Woo-hoo. all these people are gonna get stickers and also as before Yay. when you ask questions ask them in the questions thread uh, the Kingdom Hearts Union th- question thread on the gaming union forums so, first question comes from uh, Skylar127. Skylar127 asks, How do you picture Kingdom Hearts 3 and or the series ending? Will it go down the Disney route with the final battle not being won by skill, but with 
the power of friendship or possibly true love's kiss? Or will it lean more towards Square Enix and having our hero make the ultimate sacrifice to save everyone? Please share both what you want to happen and what you think will happen. Um, well, what I... What I think will happen is actually I think they'll probably do the whole Disney happy ending, if only because Disney does have so much control over what's going on and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, that makes me sad (laughs) because what I would like to happen and what I think would make Kim Hearts have such a lasting effect over people is if it did have a sacrifice from Sora. I think if... I think if Sora died at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, I think that it would just make... It would make the most sense, and it would be the most emotional. Yeah. No, if Kairi died, it would be more emotional. Yeah. I don't think Kairi would die, though. I feel like she would live Oh, that'd on. be a great person to kill off. Then you could give him another love interest. I know, oh. true. And he'd, <laughs> then he'd have a reason to be emo. Yeah. I don't think... <laughs> but the thing is, is that, like, who are the people who need the most help? Like, Sora seems like he's fine on his own. He seems like he's, like... He's bringing joy to people. He's bringing, yeah. he's bringing everything together. Because he has no stuff. depth. Oh, no depth. And exactly. <laughs> so he would be the one to die. Yeah. But it's in, his, it's in his death that Riku then becomes a better person. Yeah. Kairi becomes a stronger person. And everything else is all connected. Yeah, if Sora died, that would suddenly give him some more depth. That is for sure. So I mean, I mean, it, it would give him death, but then if that happened, I would stop playing Kingdom Hearts altogether. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Well, I think that Kingdom Hearts, really, in my opinion, I feel like Kingdom Hearts three should be the last one. Yeah. Well, that well, they, they said they're going to change the protagonist, didn't they? So, or, or no, Sora's always no, no. the main character. Sadly. <laughs> well, they well they're kind of changing it with uh, Kingdom Hearts three D. Because he's kind of split. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a part of it. But as far as Nomura is concerned, Sora is the face of Kingdom Hearts, and it'll never change. And he'll just be like Mickey Mouse. He's just always there. And yep, I don't know. I think there's scope for changing things around. I mean, like Kojima did it. Yeah, with with Metal Gear. I know obviously there are detractors against that, but now Ryan's quite his own game, so it didn't turn out that badly. Yeah, yeah, it's because they made him cool. But yeah. (laughs) Uh, that that is, I don't know. I I'm pretty positive that they're gonna end it in a Square Enix kind of way. I don't I don't know as far as like the proper ending what will happen. It'll probably be confusing, of course. Um, but it'll definitely involve some sort of ridiculous final boss battle with like giant million foot tall monsters and you know, that, you know that's the proper Square Enix way. And of course, and a cliffhanger. Yeah. And, well. A cliffhanger, and there's always, you know, like, ten different forms that the final boss has to take before you actually properly kill him. You know, it's that's how a Square Enix game is supposed to end. <laughs> mm. So that will I happen. Mean, for, me, it's, you know, from, for me, it's just like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I mean, you would have a predicament that you would find in a Square Enix game, you know, it's... You know, and then at the last second, it'll just switch over to the Disney route and be a very happy ending. Everybody's back together. Everybody's having cake. You know, the final boss is destroyed. You know, it's, yeah. it's. I mean, it's, it's happened in the past and with Kingdom Hearts. It'll probably happen again. Either that, or we'll end up with a Star Child, and you'll have to make a decision between three possible endings, and they're all the same. They're just different colors. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, Lauren, you want to take this next one? Yeah, sure. This next one is from Berkey, who asks, uh, Just started listening to your podcast, and I love it. I was wondering, since most of the current games are so focused on developing this Xehanort saga, how do you think they will spin the series to continue after the conclusion in Kingdom Hearts 3? And will you continue to play it after Kingdom Hearts 3? Um, to be honest, I mean... The darkness will always be, you know, an enemy in the Kingdom Hearts series because without, you know, I mean, you got light, then you got darkness. So I mean, it's gotta have to be, you know, somebody using the darkness again. It's gonna have to be used in some sort of way to mm-hmm. disrupt the balance between both worlds. So yeah. I, that's like the best thing that I could come up with by myself. And as to want to continue it, I would say yeah, I'd give it a shot. Let's see how well Nomura would put another story into the series 
Well, I'd imagine Kingdom Hearts 3 will be used to kind of open that up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping that's not the case, and I'm hoping it's Kingdom Hearts 3 Final Mix, and it'll be like a secret ending that has nothing to do with the plot line of Kingdom Hearts 3. So I don't feel obligated, because mm. personally, I don't want to continue. I just want to have it end, and then imagine like there's no more, and Namora is not George Lucas, and he won't ruin my childhood. I won't <laughs> let you. I won't let you. I mean, there's. I mean, what what Daryl said, you know, that. I mean, there are probably to be something from 3 to show off what it could be, you know, could be used for the next series after 3. Yeah. I mean, Nomura spent all this, you know, 10 years, you know, with all these titles, with all these unanswered questions and all this stuff about the Kingdom Hearts universe that yeah. people want to see more about. And I think we'll hopefully we we'll should be getting something that explains a lot of the things he introduced yeah. in the games that were released in the past. I still want to see something about the Keyblade Wars, and I'm just hoping it doesn't turn into an MMO. <laughs> I mean, mm. don't do that. Yeah, that's that's really a perfect example. I mean, I really hope he shed some light on what the Keyblade War was, Yeah, you know, bef- when it first happened and why yeah. it was so important to prevent it happening again. Yeah, I mean, it's a game I, primarily about sword fighting, and the biggest sword fight in the whole mythos of the series has not been covered in a game. It, it's got to happen. <laughs> it only makes sense. I guess it's like, that. that's going to go back to your fear, though, with uh, the whole Yoda versus Darth Palpatine. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Sorry, Emperor. <laughs> yeah, em- plus, Emperor. Plus, I would time. love to see more Keyblade wielders, too. True, true. Attack of the Clones. Oh, no. Oh, Although, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although, really, now that I think about it, like, um... I'm not going to spoil Harry Potter for you guys, but Harry Potter does have a happy ending. Like Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. It does have a happy ending. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I love it. And maybe Kingdom Hearts would do well with a happy ending. But yeah. there has to be something that happens that is emotional that yeah. sends you on a rocky course. There just, has to be I, I a it's reason. Because like, you look at books and they the authors have no problem with ending a franchise. Yeah. Whereas yeah. with games, there just seems to be such a negative outlook as to ending a franchise. It's like the fans just don't let it happen. Yeah. If Nomura turned around and said, right, after Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm never making another Kingdom Hearts game again, yeah. people would be so angry. True. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems like a lot of creativity is being sucked dry and all the good ideas are taken. So they, f- I guess they fear not being able to come up with another, another hit because it's not common to do so. I mean, other, you know, since Kingdom Hearts, what what was the last big they thing? They haven't done a new good IP. They've not, have not done a... That's it. That's, that's it. That's the, the last big IP they've created. Last one. I mean, that doesn't mean that there wasn't good games that were new IPs that they made, because obviously they had Whirlwinds with you and Nier, and they made good games. They just never caught on. So I guess it's that mm. fear of catching on that's not easy. So but it's because also they don't they don't really dedicate any resource to them. True. Like, The World Ends With You, most of it's heard from either the good reviews it got yeah. or the fact that it's one of those... It's like Disgaea as well. The only reason I bought Disgaea is because I, I heard so many great things about it and I saw it on special offer. It's like, it wasn't... Aside from that, I just didn't hear anything about it. There's no hype whatsoever. Yeah. They don't market these games. They just expect them to kind of do well on their own. Yeah, yeah. And then when they don't do well, they're like... Oh, well, that sucks. It was a really good game. It didn't sell. That doesn't bode well for the future, does it? It's like, well, True. you've got to actually do something. Yeah. Yeah. Put some effort. It's like Nier. I mean, if they'd have just given that game some good production values and not just kind of shipped it out to uh, Caviar, mm-hmm. then that could have potentially been a massive thing for them. But they just. Could have been. Could have been. You know, yeah, and then they just kind of left it to. I mean, most people didn't even know what, what it is. Like, yeah. now people still don't even know what it is. It's like. What? It's a sad. I mean, I, I mean, I still haven't played near. So it's just one of those games. that's kind of a word of mouth, though. Now because it's kind of got that legacy of yeah. doing certain things really, really, really well. It's a hidden gem. Um, yeah, exactly. That's that's how I heard how good it was. By, I mean, I, I've heard Lauren time and time again say how good it was. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a fan girl. Yeah. yeah, I mean, many of the games that succeed don't go down that route. Yeah. You just I mean, if them. you take a look at uh, the first Kingdom Hearts game, Nomura didn't even know it was going to succeed. True. Yeah, true. And he said that if it didn't, then he wrote the story well enough to have it conclude there. So. He did. Yeah. He did. 
But they still pushed it though. They yeah. Pushed it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then with the secret endings, got a lot of you know feedback and demand for a sequel, and thus the series was born. Yay! And he had to make it all up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Basically. Basically. Kingdom Hearts is the Matrix. Yeah. Exactly, exactly the Matrix. Exactly the Matrix. Alright, Cheryl? Okay. This is this last one is from Dark Sky Kingdom, and they write, Kingdom Hearts is not the only game with the right soundtrack. If you could take any song from any game and put it into Kingdom Hearts, what would it be, and when would it play? I think this is quite possibly the hardest question that's ever been asked on this podcast. <laughs> well, I'm going to get some rage here and say that great soundtrack mm, I'd be on the fence with that but uh, I don't know I've been racking my brain to try and think um, and I don't want to kind of I, I think it's strange you, like you never really think about what, what music would work well in something yeah, else yeah exactly it's a tough because one because the music was specifically designed for their game yeah or that property or whatever um, I don't know I think it's just a kind of what tracks would do okay as opposed to what for me i would totally um i would no no phil collins yeah i would well no no no, not not phil collins not phil collins i would take basically well this is not really a game but i would take the soundtrack of the lion king and put it in the lion king level because the music (laughs) in the pride lands of king horse 2 was absolutely horrible and it wasn't even present in like the most important scene when Simba was on Pride Rock taking claim of his yeah. kingdom. Those, uh, I don't know. If there's any buzzkill, it's when Square takes one of your lovely childhood memories. Like that was seriously one of the most epic scenes in the movie, and this was just like a throwaway yeah. in Kingdom Hearts Two. Like, uh, and it's the wasn't the Disney movies a throwaway in Kingdom Hearts Two? I don't know, but I mean, this is like, I don't know this. You couldn't screw it up even if you tried, but they still figured out how. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know, but that, that's my. I opinion. mean, if I if, if I had to choose, I would love to hear the Legend of Zelda theme as, <laughs> when you're doing the gummy shit mission. Just going from one place to the other, you just hear yeah. the Legend of Zelda theme. You know, it'd be pretty interesting. Let's say, um, okay, so this is probably gonna piss somebody off, but let's say uh, Kingdom Hearts three goes to the Wii U. What if that like Nintendo license? What if they got to like throw in like not throw in Nintendo characters, but, like, Nintendo, I don't know, Easter eggs? Kind of like, maybe there's, like, a Triforce gummy ship that you can fly because you're playing it on the <laughs> Wii U. I don't know. And maybe when you're playing it, it plays the epic Legend of Zelda theme when you fly it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think that'd be or pretty Or, like, cool. the Star Fox theme. Oh, Star Fox! Yeah. Do that. Oh, Star Fox, and you can fly one of the A-Wings. I think they're called A-Wings. R-Wings? I forget. Yeah, make an A-Wing out of the gummy ship blocks. Oh, and that'd be awesome. I don't really know. Like, I'm, I'm, I mean, when I first saw this question, I kind of, it was really easy for me to kind of, um, I, I thought it was an easy question, actually, yeah. but now I'm just kind of like <laughs> rethinking and I'm just like, this is a really hard yeah, question, actually. It is like, pretty what tough. Would work? I think, um, I think you, Dearly Beloved is probably a track that could be replaced. No, it yeah. can't be replaced. Yeah. It's such a, yeah. it's, it's the heart of Kingdom Hearts. It's, you know, it's Dearly Beloved. Um, I think they could have, they could have more of the orchestral tracks. Like yeah. I feel like they, they do too little of that because they have it for passion and they have it for Hikata. Yeah. Then it's kind of like you know, and then um uh, uh the heart uh Destati. They don't have enough tracks like that, yeah. which I think is pretty sad. Actually, Daryl and I were just listening to um. You're just listening to the soundtrack for Pandora's Tower, and they kind of remix. Um, they they do like versions of the. Um, sorry, my voice just cracked. Uh, of like DS Ide and stuff from Mozart yeah. and stuff like that. I think that would be pretty cool. Like um, Catherine does the same. They have like Mars and um, uh, the Century one. Oh, I forget what it's called. But like stuff like that, like old, yeah. old orchestrate, uh, old orchestral tracks, or even did like a Fantasia. Well, they are going to have Fantasia. Yep. In there. Yeah, yeah, they're going to have, have those old classic music in the world, that world too. Yeah. So but you'd be surprised. But I just, I just feel like the 
these old um, just take all the public domain these, music all public domain <laughs> music that exists it's all free anyway <laughs> Don't yeah, pay these old like classical music yeah. like it's, it's all good. so overlooked as a as a way of um as a way of um doing a soundtrack in a game and i feel like there could be a lot there yeah for them to replace things like um, yeah, Beethoven's fifth playing during the final battle. You're going oh, down, Xehanort. Awesome. I'm gonna prevail. Absolutely amazing. Dun, 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 dun. Can I make a request <laughs> that Kyrie's theme is replaced? <laughs> yeah, with much dismay. Yes. I guess you are Kyrie's entitled to your own opinion. Go. What would you replace? Am I the only one that actually likes Kyrie's theme? Yeah, yeah. I, I like so it. Peaceful and I'd replace it with Call Me Maybe. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that is topical humor. I would replace it with something like um, something like uh, Besaid's theme from Final Fantasy X Two. Yeah, it's, it's just so, so boring and, and boring. And it puts me to sleep. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> like there's about fifty different arrangements of it, but they all sound exactly the same. They do. I'll give you that. They all do sound the same. <laughs> oh, how about if we think about? How about if we think about like composers instead that could be that could potentially be like uh, that we would replace freaking John Hans Williams, John future. Williams, a million times, <laughs> times a million. Hans Zimmer. No, not Hans Zimmer. That way it'll be like. Bwah. Bwah. We'll get Harry Gregson Williams into it. Every time you whack something, it just goes. Well, if, if Harry Gregson Williams does it, he's just gonna find some old Russian music and steal it and we'll never find it out about it. It wasn't him that did that, it was Tappy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know, he didn't know. He didn't listen, he didn't listen. I don't know. Well, I still think that's Croc because it's like similar but not that similar. It's pretty darn accurate. It, it, but, it, you know, it, the, people have done a lot worse. I guess. I guess. You can't, it, when you listen to like the MGS4 soundtrack and it's not in there, it's just like... Mm. Uh, uh, yes, that's that's probably the worst casualty of that Fallout, is that that didn't get into Metal Gear Solid 4. That was such a disappointment. They released uh, a, a, a Metal Gear Solid anniversary album, which had the Metal Gear Solid 3 main theme in it, yeah. and they've, edit, they've edited it to take that out. <sighs> so sad. It's just like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. No. It's yeah. pretty... Like, no one even even heard of their Russian composer <laughs> exactly. before that. Oh, well, you know. You know how music is and how patent wars are and copyright it's issues. It's just stupid, though, because there was the whole Timberland versus that Finnish composer dude. Yeah. Because he just ripped off his song entirely. <laughs> he still won. So, you know, if Timberland can do it, why can't Kojima? Yeah. <laughs> it's just Kojima. Yeah, that's true. It's, he's just too much of a nice guy. Yeah, I guess. Well, on that, it's so sad when you see yeah. that you see him recognize it though in that video when he's just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like this. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, this does sound exactly the same. Yeah. Oh. Um, Oops. <laughs> we'll get it. He's we'll just so it. sad. He's just so bewildered. Yeah. It's just so sweet. Well, on that musical note. <laughs> See what uh, I did there? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting too predictable. I'm always putting these music questions at the end just so I can have this horrible, horrible transition. <laughs> Goodness. All right. So, moving on to our music segment. Our next track is from... Uh, what is this? Everything. Called? Blue Nocturne. Yes. So, this, this there's an arranger called Blue Nocturne. He made a arrangement called Kingdom Hearts A Nobody's Tale Electro Synth Orchestra Remix and this particular track remixes one, Everything. two, three, four yeah, four different songs together Dearly Beloved Sinister Sundown 13th Struggle Roxas Theme and Shion's Theme yeah, five songs so that's a lot now and how many of those are in the greatest album? Oh, I, I was just about to say that <laughs> <laughs> so yes, four. To the punch. Yeah, four. Four of the five are actually in the greatest hits. Now, um, I picked this song and then realized it, so I was about to make myself look smart, like I was picking this on purpose. But no. But you're too slow. I'm too slow. It's oh, it's so early, it's so early. Daryl's got like five hours on me. Five hours of awakening. <laughs> Brandon, don't don't Booyah. even say it's early. Brandon, please don't say it's early. Yeah, because you're. Booyah. I've got at least three hours on you. Okay. Anyway. Yes, exactly. Oh, so, uh, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. This is an um, this is an amazing uh, remix. Definitely one of the better ones that we've had. Oh, and just um, as an aside, 
Uh, we mentioned in the last podcast that uh, Kyle Landry and Laura for, that have been on previous shows were at E3 and did a concert. Uh, I actually found that full the full recording of that concert on YouTube. Uh, I think I'll I guess I'll post it in the show notes. It is pretty amazing. Like, whoa! If you if I mean they play Dearly Beloved in there, Dearly Beloved's good. You need to hear all of it. It's like a third. It's only a thirty minute concert. It's free. It's on YouTube. And stick around till One Winged Angel, which is the last song. Your your mind will be blown. Like, did you? I, sh- I should have stuck around for that. Song. You didn't hear it. Oh <laughs> that, my god, that was. Well, I didn't know he was going to play uh, that song. Yeah, it, it was like fifteen <laughs> minutes later. It's no excuse. That. Okay, so you well, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. need to hear it, Churro. I mean, seriously, you're going to be blown away. Like Kyle Landry. Oh my god, love that. I, hey, I was my, my mind was already blown when he was when he played Dearly Beloved. Yeah. So uh, my body is ready for this okay. one. So. <laughs> Now that Churro's body is ready, let's move on into our outro. The next Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 14th of August. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Final Fantasy Union, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and on iTunes Store. Uh, just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we are number one. Yay! Numero uno, yay! And of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or... Churro? Okay. <laughs> He is not with uh, Just wait, after this show he's just gonna collapse somewhere. He's gonna try and have a shower and just fall asleep in it. Goodness. Aww. Alright. More well, likely that's the case. Poor Churro. Well after this you you're going back to Comic Con, aren't you? So you're not going back to sleep. No, I gotta get ready for the last day of Comic Con. Oh boy. Poor Churro, poor Churro. Oh man. Well, so so Churro can return to you know, Comic Con, going back to cosplaying as Kyrie and singing Katy Perry in public. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys get that video? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, Just I've sure. got it on my iPhone. I watch it every now and then. It's good. It's good. So <laughs> on that note, it is goodbye time. So everybody, say say your goodbyes. Say your goodbyes. Bye, bye, people. And I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and kingdomheartsunion.com production.